0: That's Blue's Roots singer-songwriter Kerry Powers with Bicycle Man from her soon-to-be-released album, Starseeds. Now, Kerry Powers produced one of my favorite albums of 2014, her stunning self-titled release. And featuring eight original songs and two great covers, we've got Blind Faith's Can't Find My Way Home on there and Gene Clark's Polly. It's clear that this new recording will again do very well for Kerry Powers. And to learn more about the new album, We caught up with Kerry at home in Connecticut. How are you doing today, Kerry?
1: I'm very well, Jan. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Well, I'm so pleased that there's a new album out. I have to be honest that not only was your last album one of my favorites of that year, but I get a real kick out of discovering people who up until that point, and this is never meant to be a negative comment, I didn't really know anything about. Uh, you know, it's, it's always great. tricky when you say that to someone, but it's the truth. I mean, it's right. just from no, my point wonderful. of view, I, I get so much money, music to listen to, and it, it's great. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, an album comes in, and you say, "I don't even know who this person is," and then you <laughs> listen to it, and then you check out a few videos, and and then you you're just blown away. You just think, "Wow, that is absolutely well, amazing." You. That's how she I. It's f-
1: very, really nice.
0: Well, that that's how I felt about the um the the self titled album. The neat thing is that having had a chance to listen to the new album Starseeds, and we did start off with *Bicycle Man* from that album, I realized this album is going to do just as well—a great range of songs. And I gotta say, to start off, oh man, I just love that voice.
1: <laughs> it's oh, thank it's incredible. you so much. It's it's such an honor, really, to have um, you know the ability to to create the art, and and really what you're talking about—the discovery aspect of it—is is really. It's my favorite aspect of it, because for me, it's it's not so much about the result, it's more about the process. You know, there's so much magic within the process of creating that when someone like yourself says, you know, I had no idea who you were, you know, prior to receiving your album, I mean, that's really such a great compliment to have that level of appreciation. So I'm lucky I have some great support out there.
0: Well, certainly, there is lots of fabulous music out there waiting to be uh, discovered. That's That's obviously part of the reason Like people like myself do radio. We do it for the love of it. I want to zero in on this new album. It's uh, four years since your last album came out. It's entitled Starseeds, which has its own interesting story. But as we started off with Bicycle Man, let's talk a little bit about that song. It is one of your originals. Tell us about that one.
1: (laughs) That song was really, um it was written, you know, on a whim in the sense of, uh, I have a wonderful life partner, somebody that's very supportive of what I do, and I, I have to say honestly that I haven't had that in the past, and we're very, very close. Um He's an avid cyclist. He loves to ride his bicycle. In fact, when he doesn't, when he's not riding, he's really not happy, you know, and I feel that way about, you know, traveling around and playing music, so it was one of those songs that just kind of uh, the melody line started and the storyline followed. It's more or less about growing old with one another and total acceptance of the other person, you know, and I just, I'm, I'm also a visual artist. So I have, I think when I write songs, imagery is really important. So I have this, you know, this image, this vivid image of of literally pedaling up to the stars, like riding on his handlebars, you know, it was kind of, like a whimsical type of song, but loads of fun to play, and uh, they've had some, some really great reactions. So, again, I'm just thankful, you know?
0: Does that mean that there's a certain level of contentment you have now? You know, part of the interesting thing about your story was that you started off, you know, playing lots of coffee houses and getting noticed, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you fell in love, got married, mm-hmm. you know, had a had a child, and then suddenly everything changed because you had your son to raise, Um, you know, and and then all of that life stuff that gets in the way, then you come back, you know, Mm -hmm. with these, um, you know, wonderful albums. Does that mean now that you have certain contentment with where you're at moving forward?
2: Well,
1: I think, you know, again, I don't think I'll ever be a hundred percent contented. I I think that's just who I am as an artist, (laughs) you know, but, um, I would say yes on the whole. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in a much more uh, stable position as it were, you know, as opposed to uh, where I might have been, um, you know, even five years ago. But, um, you know, Jan, I've worked really hard, and, and I think, you know, what we go through clearly in life, it sounds real cliche, but everything that you experience does make you, it shapes who you are, it makes you a stronger person. So I'm not so sure that the songs would be there without having gone through all of that stuff before.
0: Well, I'm going to take a break in a few seconds with another song. But before we get to that point, tell us a little bit about Star Seeds and explain uh, why you chose to use that for the title for the new album.
1: It's kind of a funny story. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know what the term star Seed is. And some folks even have, you know, um, been under the impression that it's like the seed that you plant in order to become part of the stars, or a star, and it has nothing to do with that. A starseed is basically an empath, or a a light healer, light worker, as they call it, and I found that really, the title was really beautiful, you know, it sort of has a cosmic appeal, and um, what I really loved was instead of, you know, whether the notion of of people being starseeds, which I do believe that, I firmly believe that we are, as a human race, quite empathetic, and we need that right now, but for the album, I felt like the songs themselves were star seeds. You know, I think if songs are written from an honest and vulnerable place, um, they're definitely healers. You know, they have this incredible ability to connect, and I think that's really what it's all about.
0: Well, that's a nice lead into the next song because I want to play "Free Bird" flying from the new album. Now, this is a, a slower song, much slower. Um some deeply thought out lyrics, and I want to give you a chance just to to talk about it. I'm curious as to how much of this might be autobiographical
1: well it's it's funny, Jan um the song was really inspired it was written for my mother, and it was a kind of a difficult song to write growing up we you know we had our like i think a lot of mothers and daughters our moments right so um it was just kind of funny. I was just sitting down one day, and the melody line was there. Um, and I had again all of these images of of you know my relationship with her from my childhood, and these flashbacks and um the song was really difficult for me to write, and so i I literally put it aside for about four months and The funny thing was, um I was in the south of France at the time, and I woke up i we were in Collioure, and i I woke up like around four in the morning and finished the song. I didn't have my guitar with me, but I finished it, you know, in my head. And when I came home, I just worked the lyrics in and kind of, that's how the song was completed. So part of the song was written here, you know, the first two verses and then the last verse was written in France. That's never happened to me before, but I just believe in in going about things organically. You know, if something's not working, you just got to kind of put it away for a little while, go for a walk and do whatever, and it will come back if it's meant to be, so... That's how that came about.
0: It's a beautiful song. Let's play that just now. This is Kerry Powers from her soon-to-be-released album Starseeds. And this is *Free Bird* Flying. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall.
2: been hard You suffered through the hours alone Painted through the fear In shades of color All your own The picture was so clear to me Others didn't want to see You'll always be a free top of those old me here standing in this ancient square
0: That's Carrie Powers with "Free Bird Flying from her upcoming album, Starseeds. Carrie Powers is a special guest on Folk Roots Radio. We're chatting about the new album. And Kerry, I want to talk about songwriting because you mentioned just before we took that break uh, with "Free Bird Flying that, you know, sometimes you work on a song and then you'll put it aside and leave it. Does that mean that you have quite a few different song ideas that you're working through that might take several years to, to come to fruition?
1: Yeah, I think I think you know years ago um I I would you know more or less bill myself as a quote unquote songwriter but I wasn't really a good songwriter. I didn't really know how to write songs back then, you know. And I was very determined because I I love the craft and I I just love writing in general, so I was really determined, you know, to to get better at my craft and I've learned over the years, Jan that um Things just don't, once in a great while, something will fall into your lap. But you still have to work at it. You have to, you know, you have just so much time to say something incredibly honest, you know, and again, you have to be vulnerable to the material. So I think it's just taken years to, uh, to figure all that stuff out, you know. So I do, I do have notebooks with ideas and different, like, little verses, um, but nothing, you know, it just, it takes a while to kind of work all that stuff through. And then once in a great while, some, you, you get like this little gift, you know, something falls into your lap and it's it's easier to kind of figure out. But, um, you know, I do believe in inspiration. Some people call it the muse. For me, it's just, it's color. You know, it's it's a matter of putting things on a, on a canvas, drawing color on a canvas to see what works. You have to work really hard at it.
0: So when you're coming up with ideas, you know, one of the things I I love, well, there's several things I love about your performance, the voice, uh, but also the guitar. I love uh, the way you play and it seems so expressive. You know, it's, I guess when you're on stage together, you really feel like you are one. I mean, it's, which obviously is probably Mm -hmm. a hugely important part of a performance, uh, to really get in the moment, but w- when you write the songs, do you tend to to come up with chord shapes first that you might want to use, and and then proceed from there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's primarily how I write. Sometimes, if I'm driving, uh, certain phrases or words, you know, or ideas will pop into my head, especially if I'm doing road dates and they're long drives, you know, things like that. Um, but primarily, I do I do use. You know, I I do write, you know, my guitar is more or less my co-writer. So um, the melodies do come at the same time where the lyrics will fall, you know, after the melody. But uh, for the most part, I do write with the
0: guitar. Now, this album was recorded with Eric Michael Lichter at Dirt Floor Studios in East Haddam, Connecticut. Tell us a little bit about the recording process you went through for this album.
1: Sure. Uh, it was a it was a lot different than than the previous album. I mean, I I recorded with Eric as well for the self-titled album, and uh, it was in a completely different location. His new location is way up on a mountain. It's so beautiful, very picturesque, you know, um, overlooking the Connecticut River. And it was just it was a little longer this time around. It took about a year, you know, to get this thing finished and. By the time it was finished, uh, we had the mixes in place, and they just weren't quite where I wanted them to be, so we went back in and and mixed again, which is a very common thing. I mean, this does happen, and they were just very patient. They were great, but as far as the process, working with Eric, it's, you know, really organic. It's There's no real pre-production, per se. Some people, you know, would argue that that you have to have a little bit of that in place, for me, I like things just to kind of happen naturally, you know, uh, and be really true to the songs, and Eric does that. So, it's kind of like a partnership there as well. Like, I know he's listed as producer, but we work together, you know, every step of the way, and it was just a really, I don't know, I just, it was a magical process both times, you know, it was,
0: it was uh, I,
1: I'm lucky because they're right here in Connecticut
0: you know it feels like a a companion piece to to the self-titled album that's really stripped down feel is that something you feel like you get when you're with Eric or is that just becoming your preferred way of uh sharing your art with the world
1: well it's that's a hard question to answer really i think in the sense that um you know to a lot of people like yourself i'm fairly new and i think to some degree i'm i'm new to myself uh in in the sense that Sure, I've been playing for a long time, but I took a long time off, you know, hiatus to, to raise my son Nolan. And, um, timing is everything, right? So I, I think I prefer things stripped down. You know, I'm, I'm not one for heavy production just because I think you owe it to the song. You know, you really owe it to the type of songs anyway that, that I feel I write. Uh, you want to keep things stripped down because you want the message to be clear and concise. I think with a lot of production, um, it would certainly, you know, take away from that. So, yeah, I think you have to be careful as a songwriter not to put too much on something, you know, too much frosting on the cake.
0: <laughs> so let's play another track from the album. I've selected Grace and Harmony next. Uh, it's another one of those songs that I just love. And, and you know, one of the things, I, the gifts I think you really have is that you can take that three to four minute song and make people sit up and listen when they do it. Tell us a little bit about this song.
1: Sure, this is a really funny story, Jan. I, well, we live um, out in the woods uh, of, of Connecticut, and we've only been in this particular house about a year and a half. My dog, we have a little terrier mix, and she was barking like crazy one day. And I came down the stairs to see what the heck was going on, and happened to look to my left, and there was a. I'm going to guess he was about 350 pounds, a big black bear. Right up, his two front paws were right up on my back deck. His was the most beautiful animal. Uh, I And I, it, the funny thing is, I didn't really feel fear, just surprise. You know, I was kind of shocked. But, you know, that visit, I'm convinced that bear is like a messenger bear. But that visit prompted all sorts of of thoughts for me throughout the rest of that day, thinking about politics and religion and humanity and how much we can learn really just from the simplicity of nature in and of itself so that's how that song came about i can't remember the original title that i had for it but grace and harmony is what i what i you know ended up with and uh that's what that song's about it's about a bear visit
0: a bear visit this is kerry yeah. powers <laughs> with grace and harmony from her new album star seeds and you're listening to folk roots radio and i'm jan hall <laughs> powers with grace and harmony from her new album starseeds it's due may the 4th kerry powers is a special guest on folk roots radio a performer very new to my radar in 2014 i'm absolutely bowled over about now when you watch the live videos on youtube which i certainly encourage anyone listening to this show to do check her out live because she is a great guitarist and that's a good segue Carrie, into talking about the live show tell us a little bit about live kerry powers
1: well, again, it's just a place of, of good fortune. You know, that's how I feel about it. And, and it seems to be building. I don't, you know, I don't question it. I, I work super hard. I do believe in a, a, you know, a strong work ethic, uh, to get yourself out there in terms of marketing and so forth. You have to do it. I'd much prefer to be an artist first, and I believe that I am, but you do have to work hard. So, I just, I have a great agent right now that's, that's working super hard for me, and um you know, just to, to have an opportunity to perform live for people that actually show up and come to the shows is—it's such an incredible gift. You know, so I, I kind of—I'd like to think that I—I I more or less picture myself at home in my living room. That's what you want to give to people—is 100% of who you are. There's no bells and whistles. It's just me and the guitar. I do—I do play a stomp box and I have a harmonica and I, and I strap a tambourine to my foot. I'm kind of I guess you could say like a one man band, uh, at this point. I do experiment a lot with, with different things. I play electric guitar live, not necessarily with a band, but I have worked with a band. But mostly it's just me, solo, you know. Um and that for some reason I'm just really tamped down into the the bluesier kind of realm of things, you know. So that's what people get when they come out to hear it.
0: I think you're probably most comfortable playing the shows by yourself because again it it creates that intimate feel Mm -hmm. is that a reasonable thing to say
1: it sure is yeah it really is and you know i think when you travel too it's it's i mean right now at the level that i'm at it's economically sound clearly to to play solo but i've always been kind of a reclusive type person i like to travel alone and it's like herding cats really when a lot of times when you're trying to get a band together so um, I don't know that I would be that patient. It would just depend on you know who who it was that, that I was working with at the time. But yeah, I do. I I just feel really lucky right now that I can travel around and play for folks, and that that word's getting out there, you know.
0: And if people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that?
1: They could certainly visit my website, uh, KerryPowers.com. That's K-E-R-R-I. Of course, I do have all the social media sites. And all of the uh, the show listings are on my website, as well as uh, the CD will be available everywhere as of May fourth.
0: That's great. Well, look, it's been fabulous to chat with you again. We're going to finish with the blind faith cover. That is, can't find my way home. Rather appropriate way to finish up. <laughs> you started, I think, playing. Well, I I just saw a video of you playing this in two thousand and eleven uh, at mm-hmm. a show. Tell us a little bit about why you picked this song up and then why you decided you wanted to record it.
1: I think for the same reason that I that I choose covers, you know, um, it just really resonated with me on a soulful level. You know, I've always loved Stevie Winwood's voice and music and Blind Faith. So that's a song that's, that I've had, um, you know, in my, if you want to call it a repertoire, for, for years. And for a long time, I never really played it out live. But I just felt it was important to to close the album with it because a lot of people now at the you know the live shows will request it and then they'll say, "Do you have this on a CD or or have you recorded it?" So so now we have it, and I just I love the song. I love all the chord changes. I love the melody. I love the message.
0: One of the things I love is the fact that if you're going to record a cover, make it feel like you could have written it. You know, that, that sometimes I get really frustrated when I listen to a cover, and I say, that's great, but it it doesn't feel to bring anything different to a song. And I think that's, that's right. one of the great things about uh, this cover and some of the others you've done. I mean, they they really feel Thank like you. they're your songs, uh, which makes yeah, that wonderful. I think,
1: I think, again, because they resonate pretty deeply. You know, I I don't, and there's so many songs that I love, but I wouldn't dare go near them because it's not something I feel I could do justice to, you know. There's something really ethereal about that song, and it just really touches me in a, a really deep spot. So that's, that's why, you know, I, I decided to, to give it a try, and I've been playing it for a long time.
0: It's a perfect way to finish. This is Kerry Powers with Can't Find My Way Home from her new album, Starseeds. It arrives on May the 4th. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And Kerry Powers was an absolute pleasure.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you so much, Dan, for all of your support.
2: i oh.